0: Hey there, I'm Leah Pardee, and you're listening to Bare Naked Soul, a podcast where we have real, uncensored conversations about the things we aren't supposed to talk about. Let's break all the rules and shed all the programming that's ever made us feel weak, scared, and caused us to shrink ourselves. It's time to live uncaged, freely expressing ourselves and manifesting our dreamiest, juiciest, and most pleasure-filled lives. Let's do the damn thing. Hello and welcome back to Bare Naked Soul. I am very full of energy today, which is crazy because I barely slept. <laughs> it turns out sleeping in the third trimester is really challenging, at least for me. And um, it's just like kind of a constant struggle and I'm constantly finding new ways to improve my like symptoms that keep me up at night and all these things and there's been nights when i've been sleeping really well and last night was not one of them but i'm still feeling so good and it's because i'm just like in a really good mental headspace right now which i'm not sure how much i've even talked about this on the podcast but i really struggled with especially in the beginning of the third trimester i was really struggling with prenatal depression and anxiety and um now it's kind of like wow i'm so grateful to not be in that space anymore And to be excited about my baby and to just feel, yeah, to feel like myself again. So I'm kind of like in this place of feeling really accepting of my symptoms and of my lack of sleep and just all those things that are just part of pregnancy and feeling just, yeah, feeling really good about letting go and kind of surrendering to those parts. And it kind of goes with our episode today, but um, yeah. So I'm recording this right now at 33 weeks. 33 and a half weeks. You guys, I'm keeping track of like the half weeks because I cannot believe that in three and a half weeks, and I'm going to probably, I don't know when this episode's going to come out. It might be a week later. It might be a week from now, but I'm going to be full term as of September 1st, which means I could go into labor at any time for basically like a month. <laughs> and I'm excited to see what that's going to be like. I mean, wow. Like, that's fucking crazy to me. So hoping to keep this surrendered mindset and attitude and just bring that with me and bring patience into the month of September and into my birth and all the things. And obviously into motherhood, I'm going to need a lot of patience. I've been really working on that throughout pregnancy. So yeah, there's my update for you. In other news, Heal Breathwork Academy is open for enrollment for the January live round. So I have not ran the Heal Breathwork Academy live since January 2022, maybe 21. It was it's been a minute. It's been a minute since I ran it live. And I get so many requests for this. I know that for so many of you, there's like so much more accountability when it's live and the interaction and it is just a better learning experience. It's a better environment. And uh, you're more likely to really commit to it and show up for it. So We're gonna do it. We're gonna do a live round in January. Um, And uh, yeah, it's open for enrollment. And if you enroll by September 1st, you're gonna get $200 off. So go to the show notes, check it out. For anyone who hasn't heard me talk about this a million times, this is my academy where I certify you as a breathwork facilitator. So you learn all about breathwork, the, the science behind it, the history of it, the psychology, how it heals our bodies and um, how to facilitate sessions, how to feel confident as a facilitator, how to actually get hired as a facilitator and run a business and you know, market yourself with these services. So it's kind of like a really well-rounded program. I'm really proud of it. There's so many testimonials that my students have beautifully written for me that are on the sales page. So go check them out in the show notes and um there's only 20 spots for this round for january because i really want to make sure everyone's answers are heard and just keep it really interactive so yeah i hope to see you in there okay so let's talk about what changed my marriage and um how my marriage improved so much when i decided to let go of trying to change my husband now You guys don't see much of alex if you follow me on instagram which i'm at leah i'm at it's leah party if you don't follow me just type leah party in anywhere you'll find me one and only (laughs) um yeah he's not on there much because he is a very private person he is not interested in the spotlight he does not want to be my stories um you know aside from pictures here and there and, and little things but yeah he doesn't want me to like videotape our life and like share that on the internet which is totally understandable and so it, i mean it's funny because we're obviously very opposite in that realm <laughs> i'm like bare naked soul here i am right so and like, we live in a neighborhood currently, and I love living in a neighborhood. I love walking in the morning and saying hi to all the neighbors and seeing people all the time. And he's like, let's move to the country. Let's have privacy. Like, we don't need people seeing what we're doing in our backyard, you know? And I'm like, I get that too. But uh, yeah, we're just super different in that aspect. And that's okay. We're different in a lot of ways. I feel like if anyone knows us in real life, any of our friends in real life, they've always been like, wow, you guys are really, really different. And that's okay. But I've had to learn to really be okay with that and accept that. And something interesting about us is we've been together since I was 19. So that's a long fucking time. You know, that's, it's been over 10 years that we've been dating, we've been living together for eight or nine years. Um, it's a long fucking time, y'all married for five. So, so my point in all that is to say, obviously, as you've heard, you probably have heard my story by now, I have changed a lot over that time period. I mean, I was a completely different person. We all were completely different people at 19. I'm 31 now. Like, yes, I was a different person. But I was a very different person at 25 than I am now. You know, um, when we got married, I w- when I was 25, I was a very different person. My values were different, or maybe I just didn't really, wasn't really in touch with values. <laughs> um, yeah, my my religious beliefs were different. I mean, just everything about me was so different back then. Whereas he really hasn't changed much, like hardly at all. So from for our journey, it's been a lot of acceptance that has had to come with that. And I wanted to bring this onto the podcast, this conversation, because I'm always having this conversation with um, my clients, because it's just the most common thing that I hear is, is, is said, and it's not said in these words, but what I hear is, I want my partner To change. I want my partner to be a different person. Sometimes it's said in those words, sometimes it's not right. Sometimes it's no, 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 I I don't want him to change who he is. I don't I don't need him to be like me. It's like, but yes, you do. Because what I'm hearing you say is you wish he did all these things that are exactly what you do. (laughs) And you wish that he believed all the same things as you and you wish that he lived the same exact lifestyle that you think is best. And that's a big part of where this all comes from is you know, we we tend to really believe that our way is best and we know better than anyone and we really, really don't like being wrong. That can be a really big challenge in relationships when you have to admit that you're wrong or even, like be honest with yourself and be like, you know what? Yeah, like I'm wrong here. Like, that's so hard. But that's what acceptance is. That's what letting go of control is all about. And um, Yeah, I just believe that the biggest question you can ask about your relationship is, can I accept this person for exactly who they are right now today? Exactly who they are. Can I accept their lifestyle? Can I accept their choices? Can I accept their career? Can I accept the way they, their beliefs about family and God and love and money? And can I accept them for who they are? That is the biggest question to ask yourself about your relationship now for those of you who question your relationship right i mean which is many people like it's nothing wrong with that at all but that's the question can i accept this person because we and we all know this like right you've had friends who you've watched for years wishing their partner would change or trying to change their partner You know, you've probably had men in the past or, you know, whatever relationships where you just wanted to change that person so bad. And it felt like, but if he really loved me, he'd change. Think about how hard change is. I talk about it all the time, how our mind resists change like a motherfucker, right? Like that's its fucking job, which it is. Change is really hard. Making changes in your life, changing (laughs) Who you are, changing your mindset, changing your beliefs, adopting better growth mindsets, adopting better habits and lifestyle. Like it's hard and it really comes from desire. It really comes from desire. You have to really, really, really want to change. And you might say, but if he loved me enough, then why wouldn't that make him want to change? But think about it. Think about if someone wanted you to change. That doesn't feel very good because what is love? Like what is the realest form of love? The deepest form of love out there obviously is a mother's love for her child, which is unconditional. True love is unconditional. And I believe that for a really strong marriage to thrive, it's gotta be unconditional love which means accepting the person for who they are accepting them as they are right now today that's what unconditional love is that's what love really is love isn't i'm infatuated with this person and i really want them to be my spouse but they have to change first like that's probably never gonna happen like good luck (laughs) it's probably never gonna happen And it really probably won't happen from you constantly pressuring, applying pressure to the situation and control and trying to manipulate this person into changing. Good luck. I mean, it's possible. Anything's possible. But we also ask ourselves, what like, is that even what we really want? Or can we accept this person exactly as they are? Every part of them. I think that there's this idea that if we accept something, it has to continue or it's going to continue. And I don't think that's true at all. Have you guys ever heard the quote? It's like, it's like, it's not until I accept myself fully that I can then change. And it's so true. It's so much easier to change when you don't have pressure. Instead, if you have acceptance and openness and you're surrounded with love, and then it's a lot easier, actually, to change, right? And think about too, if you're like, "But if he loved me, he would change." Think about, like, are you sure that you're right? It should, feels like it. It always feels like we're right. So you feel like, "No, I'm right. He needs to change these things. It's for his own good." He might not agree with that, and you both think you're right, and that's a really challenging place to to be in and for anyone to make changes in because there's like all this um all this resistance and uh yeah like you're telling someone that they're wrong so they're gonna get defensive right we get defensive when people try to tell us we're wrong self-awareness around just that can be life-changing in terms of relationships when you become more aware of how how hard it is to admit that you're wrong and how defensive you get when your position is challenged. It becomes a little bit easier to understand how someone else feels in that situation. And we don't know what's right for someone else. We can't pretend we know what's right for someone else. We're all here on our unique life journeys. Right? We, we don't always know what's best. So we have to let go of that we have to let go of thinking we're always right and thinking we know what's best for everyone around us and being and putting people in a position where they become defensive because we're trying to tell them we know what's best for them and they disagree. Now, let's put the caveat in here. There are red flags and toxic behaviors that you do not need to tolerate. So that's why I say this is the most important question to ask. Can I accept this person for who they are, exactly who they are? Because if there's red flags, if there's toxic bullshit going on, if there's verbal abuse, physical abuse, if there's drug abuse, if there's, um, you know, addictions that you aren't willing to tolerate and the person isn't willing to get help. Whatever it is, if there if there's things going on that you you can accept, then you gotta walk. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And you gotta make that decision. You gotta make that decision based on can I accept this behavior? Can I accept this person? Can I love this person for who they are, and everything that they're doing, their lifestyle, all the things. Uh, it's gonna be really hard when the answer is well, no, because. This one aspect is just completely, it's it's a red flag for me. It's an absolute no for me. Well, then you have your answer. I mean, you can stay with the person and just hope and pray they change, but you have to be okay with the fact that they probably won't be changing. Can you live with that? Can you be okay with that? Can that be part of your life's path? Can you accept that? Okay. If not, then you have your answer. So I'm not saying tolerate bullshit. I'm not saying tolerate someone who disrespects you. Fuck that. I'm saying, I'm saying, can you accept all the other things that you get super fucking annoyed about all the time? <laughs> oh, I wish he was into more of the same hobbies that I think are best. I wish that he cared more about whatever it is that I care about that I think is best. I wish that he, whatever, like, like think like list those things out. What are the things that you are annoyed about that bother you that create rifts in your relationship, but that aren't completely toxic things that you like that are just a fuck knows, right? List those things out, journal those out. Can you accept those things? Because you have to. Do you want to be in a happy relationship, an unconditional love relationship? Then you have to be willing to accept the person. And it's really, really interesting what happens when we meet someone with our full acceptance. When we meet our partner's gaze saying to them, it's okay. I accept you. I love you no matter what it makes it a hell of a lot easier for them to change. (laughs) And it's not all about like getting them to change through like this alternate path, right? But it does open things up for them. And it opens things up for us because when we can't ask for unconditional love and acceptance unless we can give it. So when you start to give it, you may start to receive it and feel it and give it to yourself. And from there, you'll notice that Changes that you want to make become a lot easier. It's like a sigh of relief. It's like, okay, I can breathe now because I don't have all this mounting pressure from this person that can't love me for who I am that just needs me to change. Sometimes that's enough to change the entire dynamic of your relationship. And I'm not going to go into the details of what happened with my marriage. You know, there's been many things that have happened over the years, but, um, know in order to respect my husband's privacy i'm not going to dive into our specifics but what happened for us was i i made a decision one day literally one day i'm gonna see what happens when i fully accept everything about him all of it as if it was the way i wanted it to be and everything changed i mean everything got exponentially better in my marriage Because because of all of what I just explained. So yeah, you have to kind of give your partner a little bit of grace, all right? Because there's probably a lot of things that are really annoying to you that maybe aren't a red flag that you're like, okay, well, I'm not going to leave this person because of this thing, basically. If that's the case, then you're willing to accept it. And how will that feel when you accept it? Lean into that, notice that, and it's a journey. You're gonna have it, you're gonna get it bubbling up where you're like, oh fuck, he's doing that thing again. Forgive it, right? Forgive the thoughts, say to yourself, I'm not perfect, he's not perfect, and we can love each other unconditionally in our imperfection. Breathe it out, let it go, and move on. And this is like what letting go of control means in a relationship too. I used to be so controlling. Oh my gosh. I wish I could think of some good examples, but I used to be so controlling in my marriage and in every other area of my life. And it feels so much fucking better to not be like that. (laughs) And it feels really good knowing that I'm going to go into motherhood with, um, Without that, and of course, it's still gonna be a journey. I'm still gonna get triggered. I'm still gonna have to like lean into letting things go and forgiving things and deciding what I can accept so that they're just, you know, choosing your battles and and all of that. I'm not saying it's gonna be a walk in the park because I've worked so much on control, but I do believe it'll be a lot easier than it would have been before. So we're not perfect, we're not always right. We get defensive when our position is challenged other people do too. Let's let go just a little bit of trying to make our partner into this perfect Prince Charming. (laughs) You know, we, we also sometimes think if this person changed this thing then I would love them more, or then I'd be okay, or then we'd fight less or whatever. I can tell you from my own experience, I can tell you from working with so many clients, like that's not always true. Either and that's again where unconditional love it just helps us let go of that feeling of if only if only if only all we have is right now it's all we have can we meet the gaze of our loved ones with unconditional love and acceptance and can we meet our own gaze in the mirror that way too and can we accept that gaze from others? Can we feel that from others? Can we allow other people to accept us unconditionally? I promise it feels so much better than constantly nitpicking your relationship and your partner. So you've got some decisions to make and some questions to ask yourself and some things to journal on. And um, I fully believe that relationships can feel so fucking easy. Marriage can feel so fucking easy. And it's not because I stumbled into Prince Charming when I was 19, when I was wasted on my front porch and college (laughs) met my husband and everything was just perfect for the past, you know, 11, how many, 12 years, whatever. No, like, no, (laughs) no. It's not because we're both perfect. It's not because there's never been struggles. It's because we're willing to accept each other fully. And that is really beautiful. And that is available to everyone who is not in a toxic relationship or something where you got to get out because something's not acceptable, right? Okay, I love you guys so much. If this episode helped you in some way, if this episode sparked something for you, I would love to hear from you. Shoot me a message over on Instagram at It's Leah Party. I'll be around for, I don't know, <laughs> three to eight more weeks before my maternity leave. And then I'll probably still be active on social media. Um, less active, of course, but I'll still be on there. You guys will see pictures of the baby and, you know, I'm sure I'll want to share some of my thoughts on motherhood and all the things. but. Yeah. So reach out. I'd love to hear from you and I will see you next week.